It's a White Coat Wednesday, which means we turn to our medical correspondent, Dr. Mitch Shulman. Hey, Dr. Mitch. Good morning to you, sir. Okay, so tell me how this works. I saw this story this morning, and I immediately thought of you, a skin cancer vaccine. And how do you vaccinate against cancer? This is incredible, and it just shows you where you can take the technology. So Moderna, one of the companies working on the mRNA vaccines, which initially and still are protecting us in a very effective way against this nasty virus that's been circulating for the last couple of years, whose name I will not mention if I can avoid it, Okay. Um, originally came out as a company that was looking at whether they could personalize cancer care. And so they entered into a deal with another huge pharmaceutical company, Merck. Now, Merck already manufactures a monoclonal antibody. That's a part of your immune system that's been modified to turn on your white blood cells, your immune fighting organisms to kill the cancer cells. Some cancer cells, melanoma, this very aggressive form of skin cancer, are able to fool your body's system and say, no, 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 I belong here. Don't attack me. Don't attack me. So the first step was Merck has come up with a monoclonal antibody that turns on. And we're not talking about in any way other than being able to do their job, the white blood cells. And what Moderna has come up with is taking, in this case, it was 40 different people. They basically took their melanoma. They took a biopsy, a sample of the cancer, figured out the genetic sequence that made these skin cancer cells cancerous. And it can be different pathways depending upon the individual uh, and how they've been affected and what's happened to these skin cancer cells. And then they made a vaccine against the skin cancer and injected it at the same time as this other medication that ramped up the immune system. And they have found remarkable results. Now, it's still in early stages. I think this was a phase two study, so we have to go through a large phase three study. But it slowed down the progression or stopped the progression or delayed the, re the return of this disease in at least 44% of the participants, which is a huge thing. For those of you, God forbid, who know about melanoma, have had a family member or even yourselves affected by it, you know what an aggressive and difficult to treat and stop cancer it is. And so this represents a huge step forward, also in the sense of justifying how these mRNA vaccines can be used to personalize our attack against certain diseases. So early stages, yes, not ready immediately. Uh, certainly, if you're someone with melanoma and you're part of a clinical trial, you might uh, be interested in knowing what's happening. Or if you're not, you might want to talk to your oncologist, your cancer doctor, about becoming a part of a clinical trial such as this one. Okay, this next story will justify for me, at the very least, why I've never had eye surgery. Uh, apparently, there is uh, a warning about side effects for LASIK eye surgery. What is this? So there, these warnings have always been there, and nothing has changed in terms of the safety of this type of laser-guided shaving or formulation of the cornea. So LASIK surgery is one of a number of different forms of vision-correcting surgeries uh, so that people no longer need to wear glasses. And what it does is it reshapes the surface, the skin covering, the cornea uh, of the uh, eye so that it better focuses the light and makes it easier for the lens, which does the major focusing, to do its job. And so there have always been warnings that there's a possibility of difficulty with night vision, possibility of difficulty with halos, possibility of persistent pain, possibility that you will still need to wear glasses. What the FDA is doing is looking, though, to see have doctors maybe been a little bit too aggressive 
in promoting this type of surgery and if patients really not been given the full picture of what the side effects are. So it's not that anything has changed. It's not that anything's more dangerous. It's just that the FDA is stepping in to make sure that patients are fully informed and understand what's going on before they undergo a procedure. Okay. Um, I saw this over the weekend and I thought, okay, how does this even make sense? But that's why we have you. Um, Increased heart failure deaths linked to extreme hot and cold. Yeah. So basically heart failure is when your heart fails to continue to pump effectively the blood forward. And so it accumulates in your lungs, causing something we call congestive heart failure, or it pools in your body, causing liver pain and swelling of your extremities. And We already knew that heart failure is a significant disease, even though patients don't always take it as seriously as we would like them to. And anything you can do to make it easier for your heart is something that you need to do. So you take your medications, you start a gentle exercise program, and you hope that you can build things up that way. But in some cases, we have found that when the weather is hit at extremes, either cold, as we're entering into now, or heat, it puts too much strain on the heart. And someone who has heart failure already has a failing heart. And under those circumstances, this study basically was able to show that those people were were much greater risk of dying, basically, when the weather got bad. It was a study looking at a huge number of deaths, 32 million cardiovascular deaths over four decades from more than two dozen different countries, uh, put out by the American Heart Association and published in their journal circulation. So a legitimate study showing us that, one, we've got to be more careful in terms of managing our heart failure patients and helping them, but two, making certain the warning goes out that when it's cold or when it's very hot, just to take things easy and not to put yourself under additional stress. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Mitch. Good to have you. Always a pleasure. You have a great day. Dr. Mitch Shulman on Wednesdays, we call it White Coat Wednesday.